fact, over 700 people have been killed by the hands of the police just this year alone. I'm Katherine Sheffield, host of the weekly podcast, A Few Bad Apples. Each week, I unravel true stories of victims whose lives have been affected by bad apple officers of the law. I bring this relevant conversation into the public spotlight because it's a way to provoke change and reform. Not all officers are bad, and in fact, I highlight a positive story at the end of every episode to balance the spectrum. A Few Bad Apples is available wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast, a podcast where we tell you stories of true crime, conspiracy theories, and paranormal to provide you a weird distraction to your everyday life. I'm Alex. I'm Christy. And we are here with our special guest, Jenna. Hey guys! <laughs> so this week we are t- chatting about a very, 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 very confusing, odd, just weird conspiracy theory. Um, but before we dive in, Christy, what is your need for a distraction? Um, my <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go with work. <laughs> oh my gosh! So no, just because basically, like, I don't just go on a rant, maybe, but I'm I'm with work. I'm over COVID. Yes, I'm over. I'm over my patience. Me and you both. Yes, like I'm just, and I'm over. Like I'm, I need distraction because I'm nervous with school starting. Ah, yes. And flu season coming. That is just yes. like, here's COVID again. You're like, it's not fucking COVID. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And like, I think everything's just going to, like, for those that are worried about COVID, yes, we understand. But then I also think there's a group of us that are just very like, you know what? We're done. We're, we're just done. It's run its course. It's run yeah. its course. Exactly. I did have a guy come in today and he was like, come through merge and 90 years old. And he's like, oh, I haven't left my house since March. And I was like, okay, yeah, I get that. <laughs> But I'm also like, I'm over it. <laughs> when I think, too, in our area, like, where we are, like, there's really low cases. Mm-hmm. So we don't see as much of, like, the hysteria hysteria, or, like, the high numbers as, like, I don't know, Florida or mm-hmm. Toronto or I think Quebec had higher numbers. Yeah, at the beginning. Like, I even yeah. had a lady call and she wanted to talk for, like, 15 minutes because she wanted to book her appointments. Not in Toronto, because she's like, I don't want to go to COVID Fest. Toronto. Oh, COVID, COVID uh, Fest. COVID Fest. And I was like, okay, have your appointments here. I don't even have any care anymore. The so new Coachella. I'm, I'm just done it. The I'm new. Done. Ugh, fair enough. Jenna, what about you? Um, <laughs> well, I have to agree. I'm over the COVID, so I could use a distraction from that. Fair enough. But also my wedding planning. Yes. And work, because work fair just... Enough sucks these days so you know a distraction from any of that or all of it would be fantastic fair enough and I'm gonna have to hop on that board of it's been like a roller coaster week where like I've got really good news but then I've also like been through some like really anxious news in the sense of my work and no one for my work listens except for like Jessica I think at this point hi Jessica um but they're making our office a COVID testing site pretty much so I'm kind of over that and over just talking about it so let's stop talking about it so let's stop talking about it and let's get distracted and as mentioned we are talking about conspiracy theories and this week we are talking about Project Pegasus have you guys heard of this what's this not really, no. Okay, well, and you can also see my nose because we're kind of in a <laughs> semicircle here. But uh, the project, sorry, the Pegasus Project is a conspiracy theory that a group of young adults and kids were trained to participate 
in a secret U.S. government program. So the program reportedly participated in teleportation and time travel between 1968 to 1972. However, I've seen dates after that, like the 80s and 90s, so I don't really know. And I'll get into my resources after, but essentially, like, there's one guy that's Jenna has like the most confused face. She's like, what are your notes saying? I'm sorry, what are we talking about? I think I should have read some notes before. Oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, but essentially <laughs> there's one guy, we'll get to him very quickly, but there's one guy who's like really, really like believes this and is like, yeah, I was in it. And then there's hmm. a couple of other people who are like, yeah, for sure this happened. Yeah. Um, so for any Marvel fans listening, which if you don't know what Marvel is, Marvel movies, you know, like Captain America. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, we get it. Okay. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, Project Pegasus, also known as a joint project between S.H.I.E.L.D., NASA, and the United States Air Force, uh, to study the Tesseract and harness its power, but we're not going down that fictional rabbit hole. We are talking presumptually what someone believes has actually happened. So I'm still confused about what they think happened. Oh, okay. they thought they were teleporting. They thought they were teleporting. They thought they were time traveling. They were doing. They should went to 2020, but like, fuck the world. <laughs> they <over>. probably <laughs> came to 2020. They're like, you know what? We'll we'll go back to 89 okay. and tell no one. The yeah, gonna exactly. <laughs> uh, so one of the primary people behind this potential Pegasus. Pegasus exposure is a man by the name of Andrew D. Baziago. Uh, Andrew was born on September 18th, 1961, making him a Virgo. Um, <laughs> spicy. spicy. Uh, he grew up in northern New Jersey and southern California, and he claims that he was the first kid to time travel. So Andrew's the youngest of five kids and claims that he was selected from a group of psych... Oh, God, this word... Psychically, psych, psych, look, help me out, Christy. Where's the word? There's the word. Uh, psychically, psychically gifted. Psychology. He thought he was psychic. He essentially, yeah, he thought he was psychologically <laughs> gifted. <laughs> I wrote it, and I'm like, this seems right. I don't think it's right. Psych. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> I don't think it's a word. <laughs> look up Google. We we here make words up all the time, as you probably know. Uh, but yes, Andrew thought that he had essentially psychic powers. Um, and was a part of this group of kids who also were believed to have psychic powers. I think his, I'm guessing, was, um, oh gosh, what was it? I think his was telepathy. Do you, have you seen the show, um, Brian, called The Boys? No. Oh. Well, explain that kind it. of ruins it. Explain I was like, it. I feel like these people think they're on the fucking show The Boys, because those people are superheroes <laughs> and they all have powers. And I'm like, what is this? Fair enough. <laughs> so, um, these kids were essentially picked because of their, uh, like, you know, psychiatric powers. Um, to yeah, time, to save the world. Yeah, to say, well, no, to, to be time travel liaisons who would go to meet historical and future important people, as well as explore extraterrestrial opportunities. I'm going to let you digest that for a second. Like going to Mars? Actually, yeah. Oh. I show you not. Um, another use of Project Pegasus supposedly was that it was launched by the U.S. government to perform, quote, remote sensing in time so that reliable information about the past and future events could be provided to the U.S. president, intelligence community, and military if needed. So essentially like mm -hmm. a time, a way to pass notes in class, but through time, if you put it that way. There's a lot of things they should have just stopped for the future, I'm telling you. Yep. 
so these events would apparently be documented as reports, which would be passed around the U.S. officials on a, quote, on needed, oh sorry, need to know only basis according to a lecture Andrew gave in 2013. So it has been also stated that it was used to transport the president, vice pres, their families so that they could travel safely across the states. Um, so there's that, because like who needs an Uber when you could just time travel or teleport, <laughs> you know? So, okay, here we go. So there have been claims that Andrew identified as an indigo, meaning he can use his mind to levitate small objects and has the ability to perform telepathy, so reading the mind of others. Which... Is this a show, What Woman Wants, or what? What? Yeah, that movie, like, What Woman Wants, or whatever. What Re <laughs> reads the mind of women. What? You know Mel Gibson, the movie? No. Oh. I know what one you're talking about, but I don't know what the name is. Maybe it is that. I don't know. I it was what one. a Woman Wants? Something like okay, that. Okay, we'll have to, I'll have to look it up after. Mm. Figure it out. Um, I just so, watched Mushy Be Fairly. Apparently, you're like, here's the show, here's, here's this, this movie. movie, and I'm here like... I watch The Simpsons. I get out more, 90, apparently. 90 day fiance. I don't get <laughs> So this guy thinks he can teleport and read people's minds. And are you distracted yet? Because it's going to get even more weird. Like we're we're just at the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> I'm just like confused. We're we're going to go down this rabbit hole. Buckle up. So Andrew's father apparently worked for the company Ralph M. Parsons Engineering Corps, who supposedly helped with the technology for this project. Um, and Andrew further claims that his father had been there, tr had been time traveling for years at this point through another corporation in New Jersey, um, where Andrew says he first ex was exposed to time traveling. So here's where things get a little meh in my opinion. Um, according to Andrew, he and former United States President Barack Obama were a part of this project back in the 70s. There have also been documented claims that former head of defense of the Defense of Advanced Research Projects Agency, also known as DARPA, uh, Regina Dugan, was a part of the project as well. Supposedly, the three of them were in a, quote, Mars training class in the College of uh, Siskius, Sis, Siskius? Siskius, uh, which is a community college in Weed, California in 1980. The three were reportedly with six other young adults who were, and this is a direct quote, chosen to travel to Mars via a top secret teleportation known as the jump room. I feel like Brock kept it real, so I don't know if that's real. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's literally nuts. He, I... I don't know. You think he transported I, through time? I do not think he transported through time, but I also don't. We'll get to why I'm like, I don't know. And you think he can read people's minds? I don't think he can read people's minds. I think he thinks he can read people's minds. He think, I, think, <laughs> I think if you think hard enough, you could think that you, you can change your perception. And I think it's all about perception. Do I think he time jumped back God knows when? No, but there's something weird happening. And we'll get to it. So, according to <laughs> according to some reports, approximately 140 American school children secretly enrolled in Project Pegasus to serve as America's first generation of chrononauts. <clears throat> so, Andrew uh, claimed at this point that he and 19-year-old Obama, who at the time was referred to as Barry Soretto, um, apparently they met on a secret U.S. base on Mars, which 
they further claim happened between 1981 and 1983. So they met in school, but then they hung out again at this like Mars? secret U.S. base on Mars. Interesting. Yeah. During a 2013 lecture, Andrew was also Andrew also claimed that former Governor Bill Richardson served on the project in the summer of 1970. According to Andrew, Bill would regularly teleport to Santa Fe, New Mexico, where he would later become governor. He also claimed that a man by the name of Dr. Sterling Colgate was involved. Dr. Sterling Colgate apparently was the chief project scientist to, to, of Project Pegasus, who Andrew claims developed the plasma confinement chamber by which he sent Andrew to Gettysburg in Gettysburg, like, 1863. I know. <laughs> Andrew claims that Dr. Sterling Colgate has been avoiding him since the project took place, um, and years later, supposedly, Andrew met up with Bill, uh, as previously mentioned, in 2003. However, Bill declined wanting to come forward publicly, according to Andrew. Um, according to Andrew further, their mission there was to, and this is a direct quote, assimilate Martian humanoids and animals to their presence. So. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of science talk in this, and, like, I thought... Some of it I'm like... Oh, well, head. some of it I thought that I, like... I, I liked science as a kid... Did you? But then now reading it, I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand words. I don't get it. So, in the project's early days, early days, uh, Andrew has made claims that the scientist behind it created Chronovision, a system in which he said, and this is a quote, generates a hologram of a past or future event by driving an electromagnetic signal through an octagonal, an eight-sided array of bismuth crystals. Do you know what bismuth crystals are? I feel like it's something I heard in my course or something. Really? If this sounds like something physics related. Okay. So this isn't made up. Because I saw crystals and I was like, oh, you're kind of losing me there. No. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, the portal itself, Andrew has described a two parentheses shaped booms that were eight feet tall and spaced about 10 feet apart. Uh, the computer configuration which the portal was being controlled as a rudimentary and plugged into the wall with a power cord. So, like, a fucking phone charger, pretty much. Like, you just plugged it in. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it, but the looks. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. So, when starting the machine, it apparently created a, quote, Bordal tunnel, which stemmed from radiant energy that was capable of bending supposedly the fabric of reality. And this essentially was based off of apparently work that Nikola Tesla did back in like 1943. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's like way beyond my mental capacity. Mm -hmm. But essentially, apparently, Nikola Tesla invented this power, like this power in his apartment back in like in New York back way back when and so they took his equations and what have you and his findings and then applied it to this project mm. yeah science math who applied it to the project essentially people hired by the u.s government took Nikola tesla's thing yeah and applied it to their project yeah <laughs> all right so this da, 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 da. so Kind of my question through all this, I was like, well, who who would fund this? Like, where would this money come from? Like, does it just come out of nowhere? Like, who who's paying for this from the government? So Andrew claims that massive amounts of taxpayer cash was poured into Project Pegasus. 
Uh, claims have also been made that the Colgate Palm Olive family, which Dr. Sterling Colgate was born into, was also secretly funding the project. I can totally see the taxpayer ship because they're just stealing our money, apparently. Pretty much. Even today. Pretty much. But, like, the fact that potentially Colgate Palm Olive, like, that came in and, like, just the relation, I was like, mm, what's going on? But then again... It was a very rich family. Oh, that's got to be, like, the well, one of the wealthiest families in the world, I would assume. Because, mm. like, Colgate. <laughs> like, <laughs> naturally, the <laughs> name is Colgate. So. Freshman. Freshman. Um, so, Andrew claimed that his first journey, I'm assuming with this specific project, took him to the state capital of New Mexico through, um, though he remained in the same time period. And Jenna is grabbing snacks. <laughs> this is a lot. I understand. <laughs> so... Yeah, so he went to New Mexico. It was in the same time, but he just teleported from one location to the other. So he reported that when he was able to go to New Mexico, when he came back, he's like, yeah, this is what the Capitol building in New Mexico looks like. This, that, and the other. And they're like, have you ever been to New Mexico before? And he's like, no, not till this day. But he could have just said that. But he could have just said that. I mean, I don't, I don't think Google was around back then. When did Google happen? Because you can Google image things now. I literally don't know anything else. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Apparently, there was once a woman who claimed that he that she saw him like teleport in, but like we don't know who she is. We have no name, no identity. Like we have nothing. It's just like one comment of like, oh yeah, there was this woman once that. So this teleporter. Yes. It went with him when he teleported. I don't know because if it's this huge ten foot thing. You're not just carrying that around with you when you teleport just like to New Mexico. Backpack it or get one of those like suitcases with the wheels that turn when <laughs> you move it. Well, I I kind of picture, and this is literally just based off TV, like Gino and Family Guy when Stewie and Brian time travel and they literally have like this disc and they like throw it on the floor and just like jump on it. And you think in nineteen forty three or whatever it was, nineteen sixty, <laughs> they have this thing? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But that's where my mind went. I was like, but then, yeah, like, how would you, how would you? Do you have a button? All I'm saying is, people think they're Jesus on Earth right now. Or they think they're the President of the United States and they're, the they President live on of the, the United street. States. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like, in the 1960s or 80s or whatever, this guy might have just been, like, full of crack cocaine or something. <laughs> Fair enough. Tripping acid, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? And we'll get to what he's doing now, which might surprise you, because it surprised the fuck out of oh. me. So... You drink sane? No. He, he's making probably a lot more than we are. So Andrew didn't just... A lot of people are. <laughs> a lot of people are. Andrew yeah. didn't just travel to the past, though. He reports that he traveled to the year 2045 to a building that he claims was made of emerald and tungsten steel. He noted that there was even a given... He was even given a miniature canister of microfilm to be brought back to the 70s, which contained a wealth of knowledge of every historical event up until then, which microfilm isn't used as much anymore. Like, microfilm is like the little... Like, um, I think it's, isn't that like the little camera things that you get developed? I don't know. That's, uh, the film? Just basically. Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So going back to Andrew's 1863 trip to Gettysburg, he claims that there is actually photogenic proof that he was there. And I'm going to show both of you this picture. Hold on. 
So, Andrew D. Because I saw it and I was like, there's no way. 1863? What? Oh, yeah. He from, says he went back to 1863. He went from back year? 100 years. From like 1960 or 70. Hmm. Alright, you ready? So, Andrew claims this is him. The one that circled. Like, All right. I would like the audience to note that this is the blurriest <laughs> black and white picture with a thousand people in the picture and one little boy out front. So there's zero it could be anybody distinct features anywhere. It's like a blob face, pretty much. So <laughs> he claims that based, and this is based off an ex, an article off of Express, uh, that he had just arrived outside Gettysburg barefoot and badly dressed due to the portal. That kid's wearing shoes. Well. And he well, looks well dressed to me. <laughs> before being taken in by a shoekeeper and given a burglar uniform and oversized shoes, the only ones left in the shop. The shoes actually do look kind of big. Right? <laughs> so now in new attire, Andrew claims that he was photographed in a black and white picture standing in the middle of a crowd moments before Lincoln made a speech. A direct quote then reads, the photo that was taken that until last year was the sole surviving photograph to show President Lincoln at Gettysburg on the day he gave his address. And that address is like the four score and seven, four, four score, four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought blah, 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 that like really infamous speech. They keep calling it an address, but I'm Why would this picture be on this? great history reel though like this picture shows us nothing like if you just showed me a picture of that i would be like i don't know what history historical event that is this literally could have been a carnival happening in the background it i could, could, have have been. could have been and also what are the odds of him finding it and also maybe someone just took it in photoshop because it looks like there should be people here and it they were blurry. blurred out so i think this photo is a conspiracy theory <laughs> Our next episode, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Andrews also made claims that he was also present when Lincoln was assassinated, which there's no photogenic proof on that. We don't we don't have the You make it shit up. Yeah. So to this day, Andrew claims that the project is still active, even though the US government has denied these claims many times. So this is obviously a lot to digest, and you're probably wondering what happened to Andrew after the project. Well, he became a lawyer. Hmm. And currently is hoping to run for president in 2024. What? I shit you How not. How old is this guy now? Well, he was born in... Da, 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 61? Oh. You're not that old. So, like, 60. What? Yeah. What? He's born in 61. Hmm. I can't math, so... Um, <clears throat> it's roughly 60. So, I'm going to read like 60s, yeah. the bio from his website, which is projectpegasus.net, in case you're wondering, and this is direct quote. So Andrew D. Baziago is the team leader of Project Pegasus and the founder and president of Mars, which before you jump, it's like a project name. It's not like he's not claiming to be the president of Mars. I uh, wouldn't put him past him though, is an American lawyer, writer, chrononaut, and 21st century visionary. Andrew, Andy served in Project Pegasus at the dawn of the time-space age and was one of humanity's early Mars explorers. Um, he has referred, so essentially, he's made a campaign to like try to expose the government and have them release information that all this is true, which he calls his truth campaign. But the truth campaign is also called Project Pegasus. 
it's really con like I had to get my dad to relook at these notes because I'm like I, I I think I got it across but like I'm also very confused because he's saying that Project Pegasus was the beginning of like this time teleportation thing but then now he's using the same name as like this campaign to try and push the U.S. government to tell people like oh this is what we funded money into from like 60s to 80s or 90s. He needs a new title. He needs a new title. So, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. So, he also had his intentions to run for president back in 2016 and 2020. However, I don't really know what happened there. I did see an article title, which I regret not looking at, but I don't think he made it past. Like, essentially, you, you say you're going to run for candidacy, mm -hmm. and then you have to, like, I don't know, do something else. Um, but... I don't know what you do after that. Like, I don't know. I don't think he made it past a certain point. Like Kanye. Yeah, like Kanye. Like Kanye, Kanye came out hot and heavy, and now we don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Kanye is just trying to keep it together. <laughs> he's just trying to keep... Like, the hey, rest he's of He's us... doing church some days again. I, I read something the other day that said he spent $6 million on his, on his church things. On, no, on his campaigning thing. On oh. like, trying to campaign oh, on his my. whole, like... In quotations, Gosh. campaign trail. <laughs> I already said, I was like, like I was like 50 mil. That's a huge number. Did you hear that? They spent on his like Sunday churches things. I don't even want to know. It was like, like he basically said it was like, like spent like his whole like easy income on his church Sundays. I don't want to know. I don't. A lot of money. That's a lot of money. So the reason why I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying I fully believe. I'm just saying it's kind of weird that this guy's like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah about this Project Pegasus, but yet he's like a private lawyer, like he has his own firm, that he has people like represent him, and yet also does that, like that's the only reason I'm like, if he, if he was like a complete just out there nut, would people really be paying him to defend them in court? Well, I don't know, if I've seen a name, Andrew, whatever his name is, and I'm like, lawyer, and I need a lawyer, okay, cool, I've never heard of this no. guy. No. I feel like it's one of the things where, like, you go to, like, I've never been there, but you go to, like, the dark web, and you're like, <laughs> the dark web. there's, like, these special keys, <laughs> there's, like, the hidden, like, websites in the background where, like, you have your little chat rooms, so you talk about weird illegal shit, and you're like, maybe that's where he's hidden, so you can't find him. I like how right. she knows about it, but she's never been there. <laughs> have you been to the dark web? I watch a lot of TV on Crime Shows. <laughs> there is always the dark web where they hide. Always the dark web. Always the dark web where they hide. And before I leave off, I'm gonna do a Virgo horoscope for Mr. Andrew because I feel like it's necessary. We need to end on like a nice clout palette palette cleanser. I said I almost said Colgate cleanser. Like Colgate cleanser. <laughs> Col Colgate cleanser. Colgate on the mind. Alright, Andrew, this is your horoscope for September. We're recording September the eleventh. So while this day's events hold too many details for most people to handle, you will flourish trying to wrangle all the different all the different dates, times, facts, and figures. Embrace all the chaos of the day and grab those loose ends. You can tie them into beautiful bows. You are entering a time of great organizational skill in which multitasking isn't just a trait you can put on your resume. It's a philosophy you should live by. You won't believe how much time it's going to save you. That's and a little weird. That is our weird distraction for today. How weird are you feeling? A bit puzzled and like, I don't, I don't really understand what's, what he's doing. Like, like, what he thinks. He, and he's like a full-on speaker. Has books. Has been on like radio shows. So he's shows. a following. He's got a following. There's a lot of... 
I question his followers. There's a lot of Pegasus's <laughs> behind him. A lot of horses behind him. Unicorns? Pegasi. Pegasi. Perhaps. <laughs> a Pegasi, if you will. <laughs> um, so my Such resources... That's a hard word. Um, my resources for this episode, sorry. So Cult of Weird website, University Today website, article written by Jason Major, uh, Gaia article written... December 22nd, 2017. I don't have an article, like, the person who wrote it. Um, Express article written by Laura Davell. Uh, ProjectPegasus.net website, which I think is ran by Andrew, so hey. Um, and finally, YouTube video uploaded by Comic Revelations, Andrew DiBasiago, Project Pegasus, and the Advent of Time Travel. I feel like ProjectPegasus.net, like, ran by Andrew. It's, like, almost like a wiki. Like, he can just go and edit and say whatever the fuck he wants and pretty, just believe it. Pretty, I feel like it's, like, one of those Pixo sites where, like, each page you just kind of, like, had your free will to run it. Like, one, one page is, like, These are, this is who I love. Like, this is who I love today. This is my crush. And then, like, the next page would be, like, your top five friends. And, like, ask me anything. What like, is this you're talking about? Pixo. Do you not remember those sites when we were in public school? What is it? Pixel. Maybe like like wannabe power chart or like powerpoints, but like they're really shitty. Yeah. Well, no, they were they were like online webs like free websites that you could make, and you had like little, little bubbles. Little bubbles. Yeah. 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 I literally have no idea what you're talking about. I don't think they exist anymore, so I can't show you. There might be like a YouTube video. I'm just wondering what kind of a childhood you had that you knew. <laughs> you were in my childhood. I used those too. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I had you guys both knew about them. Yeah. I feel like I try to use it for like a PowerPoint. Like not like actual PowerPoint, but like trying to be fancy and like jump to this bubble and this is this topic and here's this topic. Oh, those are the fancy ones. The fancy ones. Like it would, and it would be like a box and then it would swirl and then it'd go here and then there. Yeah, I think so. Well, like you no, that still exists though. Like people still use them in college presentations. I feel like the website I'm talking about was, like, one that you just logged into for free, and I would do it every, <laughs> every night after school and, like, like Put my life into these boxes. Pretty, pretty much. But it was, like, a web page where, like, you could literally put in your crush and make hints. Like, my crush's name starts with an R. And then people, like, you'd have a comment box, like, oh, my God, do you like Riley? And I'd be like, no, like, don't. Don't tell them. Well, I feel like I don't know what that's about. Okay, well, I'm <laughs> random people. Yeah, well, like, like you had this like, this is like, oh, do you remember? I remember because somebody off. said something really mean about one me time probably. about <laughs> you, but it was on your thing. I know. Because I, I know. never had it, but you I said. Know. I was like, my dramatic <laughs> childhood. Yeah, I got bullied a lot. <laughs> somebody said something mean about you, but it was, like, directed towards me, but it was about you, but it was on your page. I know. It was, I don't. They asked me why I was friends with you. Pretty much. Of course, it's an asshole. <laughs> Whoever you are, hope you're listening. Hope you're listening. Hope you're like, shit. Anyways, Christy, tell these people where to find us so they can, you know, hear more about our dramatic challenges. Yes, you find souls. Come find us on a different platforms. On different platforms, not Pixo. We are not Pixo. Don't hit us up on Pixo. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please write a review. Please give five stars. You know you love us. You're still following. You're still following. You know you like this podcast. We're begging you at this point. Basically. Basically. Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Good Pods. You can give us any suggestions or say anything you want in an email to weirddistractionspodcast at unlook.com. You can tweet at us on our Twitter page tweet, tweet. at weirddistractii1. And you can hit us up on our Insta page at weirddistractionspod. And that's it. Jenna, how are you feeling now that you've been on the show? <laughs> Honestly, I enjoy talking about our childhood. <laughs> yeah, like we go off on so many rants and we're like, 
Okay, we're off topic. Yeah, we gotta go back to like the weird shit. You know what? I listen to podcasts all the time, and they get off topic, and sometimes it is annoying, but sometimes it's quite interesting. You need to learn the well tidbits about your speakers and whatever. It's kind of cool. So you probably learned that we had traumatic childhoods. Um, still can't read. (laughs) (laughs) And science is kind of hard, especially when you're talking time travel and crystals and Pegasuses. Pegasus. Pegasus. The crystal thing is real. Is it real? It's okay, like we're, gonna have, to, we're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look that up. Like X-ray is like, like there's tiny like, crystals being crushed, or it's like it's like light, like lasers going in and light into X into the crystals, and the crystals like beam this light off that goes and they transforms and makes the image like it's all. Thing. I feel like I've seen this in a movie. Anyways, need a distraction? We, we got, got you. Bye. Bye. Rebecca Rosewood, and I'm here to help you keep your curses hexy and your hexes sexy in this snarky, true crime and paranormal podcast. If you like a little personality with your true crime and a little scare with some flair, Thrice Cursed is the podcast for you. Thrice Cursed will be coming to you anywhere you listen to podcasts in October. Until then, you can find me on social media such as Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Thrice Cursed Pod. Until then, Keep it hexy.